0: Hello, you're listening to the Manifested Cis Podcast, a safe space for women of color to heal, get aligned, and learn all things spirituality, manifesting, self-care, and personal development. I'm your host, Danny Faust. I'm a psychic intuitive, energy healer, and life coach that helps you shift your energy to manifest your dopest life with more ease and grace. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to the Manifest It Sis podcast. Thank you so very much for listening. I'm happy you're here. And before I hop in to today's episode, I want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by me and the Money Manifesting Magic Class. I'm giving you my podcast listeners 111 dollars off with code PODCAST. The link is in the show notes. I want you to go check this class out. It literally shifts you into the frequency of money and I'm saying money specifically because we're not talking about abundance abundance is everywhere and it's all things but try paying your mortgage with abundance girl they will laugh at you we are talking money okay so I want you to check out the money manifesting magic class the link is in the show notes use code podcast and you get 111 dollars off of the price girl run don't walk (laughs) <laughs> and we're going to hop into today's episode. Today's episode is with my friend, my mastermind sister. Her name is Tarkessa and you are going to love her. She has a fantastic perspective on manifesting, mindset, and she's funny. <laughs> so I think you guys are going to fall in love with her. Let me read you her bio and then we will hop into this episode with Tarkessa. Tarkessa Colvin is a wife and mother an MBA and a master CEO strategist of T. Colvin Consulting. Her mission is to guide scaling female entrepreneurs out of hustle and survival mode and into creating consistent income and time freedom using her Catalyst framework. She provides support to her clients in the form of private one-on-one, mastermind access, and COO consulting retainers she's spent 20 years mentoring and coaching business owners and visionaries in various corporate settings and industries. Tarkessa has worked in healthcare management, business administration, and operations management. A few of her notable achievements include wrote and published 19 plus books in six years, she's an award-winning publishing consultant, an international best-selling author, a former TV show host with 4.9 million viewers, a contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global and Addicted to Success, and she has helped over 100 authors successfully write their books and mentored clients who got results like securing five-figure corporate contracts, winning multiple six-figure government contracts, and so much more. She's currently completing a PhD in organizational leadership and management and was chosen as a 2021 Clubhouse creator, first finalist, show producer. This woman does so much. Let's welcome her to the show, Tarkessa Colvin. Okay, so with that illustrious bio, here she is, the woman, the myth, the legend. Tarkessa Colvin,
1: hi. Hey, y'all. Hey.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining me here. I am excited for the manifest. It's this audience, audience to meet you, hear about your amazingness, and I and just hear your unique perspective because you, you and I through our conversations, you've given me some interesting aspects of your perspective on faith on manifesting on life on business and yeah I know that the audience is going to really get some gems so ladies get your notes ready get your notes app or your pen and paper if you're old school like me because I know Tarquesta is going to be dropping the nuggets okay no pressure I'm ready <laughs> no pressure give us your best be at 10 yeah. go and go <laughs> So my first question that I love to ask is what does manifesting mean to you?
1: You know, what manifesting, I'm going to go real like super structured and I know it's going to be like, what? When I think about manifesting, I think about the term metacognition and it's simply that, you know, it's a big way to say thinking about what you're thinking about. That's what manifesting means to me, like being intentional about the things that you imagine that you are creating in your mind because, you know, so a man thinks, so is he, right? And so that's what it means to me. I almost feel like I'm doing a book report. like. <laughs> and in conclusion,
0: I believe. And in conclusion,
1: though, right? but yeah, that's what it means to me. And so like the way that I, the reason I say it that way is because it can be so easy to be like manifestation isn't a thing because you can't see it or, or you know what I mean and so well you can't see thoughts either right but they're there and so it's the same thing for me
0: I think we can see thoughts because like this was a thought now it's in my hand this is right. a thought now it's in my hand <laughs> right right right, right, so, right but yeah I love that and metacognition first of all that's a word that we don't use often enough Makes me sound fancy just saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thinking about what you're thinking. I mean, that is intentionality. Yeah. That is mindfulness. Right. All at play. And then yeah. when you do that, like you said, so is she. So yeah. here you go being right. yourself. So what you were always manifesting is ourself. I like right. that perspective. Layers. tarkastic.
1: What are you manifesting? What are you currently manifesting? I am manifesting peace in every area of my life. What does that look like for you? That looks like, you know what? Not having an alarm set. That (laughs) look just say that right there. Just start right there. (laughs) Not not leaning into the wanting of a thing, but just really believing that it's cool, it's coming it's on the way. That's, it's that peace that for me, peace is the knowing of whatever the thing is that it's on the way that I'm being Mm. properly, everything is working for my good. That's, that's what the peace is. So I might not like actually see it with my eyes right now, but knowing that it's on the way and everything around me is working like hella overtime to make sure that that thing gets to me and, and being able to rest in that. It makes me think about like, you know, for those of us who have kids, like kids never worry about if the light switch is going to work. They just be like, right? And and then of course they leave the room after they turn the light on, but that's another rant. That's another, but, but there's peace for them. in the fact that I can go and stand in the refrigerator and like there's stuff in there, I can, there's peace that there's always provision. Yeah. And that's what it looks like for me.
0: That feels like faith. hmm that feels like, like, look, I'm good. I know it's coming. I don't know where, when, how, why, what it's gonna feel like, taste like, smell like. But I know it's coming.
1: And but I think I, I'll go deeper because you know I'm deep.
0: I, I I love it. Go as deep as you want. Faith,
1: yes, but the peace part is resting in that. That's the peace part because it can be so easy to get into the doing to try to force a thing to happen. And like, mm. if, I don't know how it works for you, but in my life, it just doesn't work that way like the harder I try to force the thing, the more frustrated I get. And now I'm not, I'm not even operating in a a place of faith. I'm operating in my own strength, which doesn't bring me the peace, Mm. which is ultimately what I want. And so that's why I I say it that way, because they go hand in hand in order. I think, I think in order for them to work.
0: I like that. The word, the the way you describe it and using faith as as the vehicle it feels like for me allowing or like surrender mm-hmm. it's like look i know i'm not driving this bus right someone else is driving right. this bus let me yeah. just
1: put on my seat belt and 100 because i mean when you think about like when you think back you know to five years ago when i was in high school no i'm kidding but like think back to <laughs> Girl, you young. right when i was younger remember how they would be like where did you see yourself in five years and you would create these whole plans of things and like And like, for some of us, if we look back at that, it's like, I'm behind in life. But at the same time, did I really even, I didn't even know who I was at that point. Like, so trying to navigate a plan and at the same time, figuring out who the hell you are, that's stress. And we do that every single day. Like the things that I thought that I wanted, like, first of all, 18 year old me said I would never have children. You got 400. no. (laughs) And all right, and look, uh, and manifesting some more, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, when you think about that and not just not just being in the moment and being present and understanding what your wants are, like, yes, I have big dreams and that's fine. That's absolutely okay. But I don't have to force try to force those things to be my right now. Because as I grow, that may change. And you and I have talked about, you know. Yes, I help people with businesses, but what if they don't want a million dollar business? Why am I going to try to force them to do that? That doesn't mean that they don't want the life that they want. That just means that their vision is not my vision or who, whoever, ever vision. And so, yeah, the, you have to stop me because, you know, I can just no.
0: Do. this is a podcast. You're supposed to be talking <laughs> and I'm supposed to be nodding. OK, so it's working perfectly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's supposed to go okay got
0: it <laughs> i love it because okay so you said something that cracked me up because i always see the memes like man i thought by the time i was 25 i'd be married 30 i'd have two kids 40 i'd be uh retired yeah like what kind of timeline were we planning at 18 like really first of right. all like, what we're doing is getting ready to go to the club or like the movies or something we first didn't of know what all we were planning.
1: let's go back to what you said married at 25 at 25 Oh my God. I'm like, at 25, I don't even think I was regularly feeding myself, okay? <laughs> Grocery shopping was like, I want some candy. Like, <laughs> like, oh, and some apple juice. Like, how old are you? Like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, and it, yeah, so none of that lines up, right? We were actually emulating and saying the dreams that our parents had for us.
0: Or the movies right. had that we saw, like oh, all that of that, nice.
1: yeah, right. Because when I was in my teens and early, t- it was rom-com world, and so it was all these romantic comedies where you know I'm gonna be a wedding planner and I'm gonna like shut up, um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, and I'm like, I should do that. Like, I can barely plan for all of us to get out of the house at the same time. I don't be a wedding planner. don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like. That's the other thing. Remember, I said thinking about what you're thinking about. So the thing about metacognition is that uh, let me tell you about thoughts, right? So if y'all and you can Google it, I'm telling you, we have roughly about I think it's seven thousand thoughts a day. That's
0: it, <laughs> man. I, I honestly I was thought you are gonna just say like seventy thousand because
1: I feel like my head's like. Ooh. Oh, squirrel! but here's the thing they're on autopilot so it might actually be more that are slipping through the cracks now here's the thing when it comes to your thoughts and when you start thinking about what you're thinking about you essentially think the same thought consistently from the day that the seed was planted so a prime example y'all I'm about to tell y'all my business. I was dating a guy one time for a really long time and it wasn't good, Uh, it wasn't good, he didn't like it. But like, I feel like every day for however long we were together, he would make little comments about my weight. So those were seeds that were planted. And so when I would have those thoughts, it was a reoccurring of the seeds that he had planted that disrupted my thoughts about myself, right? So when you think about, what you're thinking about, you'll come across something and you'll be like, where the hell did that come from? You just kind of took over. They just put this, this rogue seed in your garden and you've been watering it all this time. And you're like, who planted this in my tomatoes? (laughs) Uh -uh. It's time to get the whole weed that thing out. (laughs) You gotta go. And so all of that, like going back to what I was saying, like your parents were like, you're going to be a doctor. And it's like, I can't tie my shoes. Can we hold off? Let me get... (laughs) Let me get my shoestring situation together before we decide what career I'm going to have, right? And so those things are just in our heads. You're going to be the first person to go to college in our family. And like all of these things get planted and you're like, I'm going to be the first. I got to be. The. So you're kind of walking around like, I got to be the first. I'm going to be the first. And guess what? What if that's not your calling? <laughs> what if that's not what you're supposed to do?
0: So now that's you're fighting
1: against your, what you are really trying to create or here to create because of a seed that was planted that's going rogue in your thoughts.
0: I like that. So it's, 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 it's like you're thinking about what you're thinking, but you're also like in thinking about your thoughts, you're thinking about why it's there, where it came from and how do I exactly. get this ish out of here? Does it yeah. serve me? Does it not serve me? Exactly. That that's is the intentional
1: part of it. And <laughs> In my work when I'm supporting people and one of my most powerful questions is who told you that. (laughs) It's usually people are like. You know when people say I can't do so and so because of this and i'm like who told you that. I love it's a very simple question right because. Usually it's like I, I don't either I don't know which means well does it belong there if you don't know. Or if you told yourself and you make that declaration, I said that. So if you said that, can't you say something else? There it is. Right. So very, very simple, yet very complicated because it's about building the habit, right? You can't do it that one time. You got to keep doing it. Like if I could do sit ups and have an ab, I just said an ab, (laughs) just one. An ab, I would like if I can do that one sit up and be like, boom, I got an ab, like I would be fine, but that's not how it works. So you have to do the work consistently. And so there's a, I think it's a, it's either a Chinese proverb or a Japanese proverb that says you're be mindful of your thoughts because they become your words. Be mindful of your words because then it shapes your habits and your habits shape your character. And your character impacts your momentum and how you reach your goals and dreams I love so that. like it's a trickle down effect it just do, 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 do. right what does that sound like Manifesting. like
0: <laughs> right <laughs> it is
1: absolutely
0: yeah and then okay. so i guess i wouldn't say it the same way but it would be like you know you know how they simplify it with thoughts become things and it's yeah. like yeah it does but in between thought and things there's a whole lot of thing going yeah. on right so in between that thought comes the the action that comes from it, the emotion that comes from it, it goes electromagnetic and then there comes the manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I like that. I like, so with manifesting, Mm -hmm. people have different words that they use for it. They have different angles that they come in. Like my husband, he's very like scientific. He'll go the, the science, the psychology and the quantum physics way into it. I have friends who come in it through like the most spiritual woo-woo kind of way. I have friends that come in through very strict religion, different religions, you know, mm-hmm. kind of way, but it's all the same thing. Yes. <laughs> it's all the same product, whichever right. angle we come at it, we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. So that says one thing, this is definitely real and no one can yeah. deny it because of all yeah. these different modalities are saying it. And two, we need to stop fighting against ourselves and make it easy and smooth because it's clearly what we're here to do. Like we are creator beings.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100%.
0: So with this metacognition,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how have you used it to change
1: your life? One thing that I have done is I, I consistently use it and I have used it. I use it to help reshape my vision of myself, you know, we all have those moments, like I said before, where it's like, I'm supposed to be at this point in my life by now. It's like, well, who said that? Well, I said that. Well, guess what? Say something else. Like, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And like the power of the pep talk. Have you ever given yourself a pep talk and you come out and you'd be like, yeah, like that's it. (laughs) Like that is metacognition. That is planting a new seed. That is reframing, as we say, you know, I do that every day. I have to do it every day because guess what? There are days when I need to give myself grace and I need to say the right things to myself to allow myself to give myself grace, right? Like I spend a, t- a lot of time talking to myself, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, that's important. Like there are days when you, you know what, I have an agenda full of things and I just can't today. That listening to can't. that is important. Yeah. I want you to speak to that because I feel like
0: a lot, listeners, first of all, that positive self-talk she was talking about, I want you to do it. And I want you to do it in the mirror every day, girl, make it a habit. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're not living on you, who will? So right. there's that. But I want you to speak to that part about actually listening to that urge to like, I just can't, because I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, I gotta, I gotta push. I gotta hustle. I got the world's on yeah. my shoulders. Who's going to do it if I don't? Can you talk to
1: listening to, your, to yourself around shutting up and sitting down and being quiet and still? So this is something that I have you know found specifically with tenacious women, driven women. We have these visions for ourselves and our lives and how things are supposed to be. And also with those hard standards, we have just no room for grace for ourselves. We will give everybody around us grace for not wearing the superhero cape but not ourselves. And I can tell you, you know, just a snippet of my story, building multiple businesses and things like that. I looked around a couple years ago and a couple, you know, the people you're around are usually doing the same thing you're doing. So me and my friends, we were building businesses and we were moving and shaking. And one of my good friends, we had just celebrated. She had um, closed a six-figure corporate contract. And we were like, yes, honey, come through. We're doing the thing. And then a few weeks later, she had a stroke. And it was like, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) We are way too young and fly for this. And then a few weeks later, my doctor said, listen, I don't know what you do for a living, but you need to change it because you're getting close to stroke levels. And I was like, same words. I don't like this. Mm -hmm. What is this? And it was because I was building my business the way someone else told me I had to. And so because there was an alignment, I had to work at it harder. And longer and more hours and more attentively than I would have if I had just figured out what worked for me. And so, with that, you know, my body was saying, like, yo, hey, I know you're busy, <laughs> but we've been working 12 hours and I just like some water. <laughs> you, if you don't mind, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it, it was things like that looking up and, you know, having, no emotional bandwidth and I was I was messaging a mentor on a Saturday morning at 5 a.m crying like my business is gonna fail and she's like first and foremost when she woke up at 10 why were you messaging me at five o'clock on a Saturday and so I was like I didn't know I didn't know good question Uh. I don't know and so that part I wasn't listening to myself And so I know the question was like, how do you have more grace? But first and foremost, how do you even know when you need to give yourself grace? We don't listen to ourselves. We'll be like, it's just a headache. Okay, well, headaches don't last three weeks, Mm. (laughs) right? I'm just tired, but you're always tired. That's not how it's supposed to be, right? And so it's things like that. Like If our loved ones came to us like that, we would be all over them, like, I'm gonna I'm make you an appointment right now, like we would do the things, but we don't do that for ourselves, why? For some reason, and I think this is a, a root, a see, we all have to uproot, for some reason, we have decided that if we get help, then the success doesn't count. Mm. That is a lie from the pits of whatever you believe, like, <laughs> it's not <laughs> accurate, right? Having help and support does not negate the win. (laughs) Having help and support does not negate the win. When you think about some of the most powerful, influential people, they have teams that move with them and know them and can support them effectively. I don't know why we have to feel like, oh, I gotta, you know, change my clothes in the bathroom at work. And then I gotta go and be the soccer mom. And then I gotta also, I gotta bake 157 cookies for the bake sale. And I gotta do the thing. And I gotta do my girlfriend's hair because I told her I would. And I got, what in the world? <laughs> Please embrace the ministry of no. Do you know how powerful saying, I know you're gonna get this going. Saying no will help you manifest the things that you need. Amen. Right? You can't say yes to everything and manifest what you truly need because you're not in alignment. You have to think of manifesting like this. You are manifesting means you're standing in position with your arms open because it's going to pour directly into your arms. Ready to receive. Right. And so if you... Uh, you have volunteered to—I don't know—mow the football field. Is that a thing? Uh- <laughs> Sports, right? Uh- <laughs> like, right. I don't know. You—you <laughs> you volunteered to do that. Like, why? <laughs> Who said that? That—that's not you no. Know. And so, getting in position to to manifest is important.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, the funny thing is, as we're talking about this, like Danny, you know me. <laughs> But like, when I tell people I'm a, you know, ministry school dropout, they're like, oh, (laughs) is that right? I'm like, yeah, but don't, I was like, but no, it's fine. (laughs) I'm fine. It's okay. But like, I had to learn my relationship with God and who I believe in. It's very personal. Mm -hmm. And I'm a hundred percent that, and I I shared about this a couple days ago. I think God is so ready to bless me and help me walk into the things that I'm trying to manifest. Like, I really think I'm getting on his nerves right now. He's like, if you would just, (laughs) all I need to do is step two inches to the right. (laughs) I've been holding this thing, trying to hand it to you all this time. Right. I feel like that. Yeah. And so manifesting is very personal. And it's it's not something that's magical. I mean, you know, it's not like, oh, only certain people could. Like, that's not how this works. That's not how of this works. You manage every day.
0: I want to back up a little bit to um, talking about that shift you had. So you had, the friend had the stroke. You got the yeah. stroke possible kind of news. Yeah. And it gave you this- oh, stroke, nice, adjacent. Stro- stroke adjacent. Stroke <laughs> adjacent. But it gave you this turnaround, it sounds like. Yeah. And you were able to kind of embrace the no and recognize like, what the hell am I doing? What do you suggest for the woman who is in that space? Like, no, I gotta rush. I gotta hustle. I gotta do this and that. What do you say to the woman who's mowing the football field right now?
1: How does she get, like, stop? How does she move out of that space? First of all, she's gonna have to have that tough conversation with herself. Because think about what the doctor told me. I don't know what you do, but you are approaching. Basically what he said is you're manifesting a stroke. Oof. Right? Like when someone says you're on your way to, you're about to, if you keep at this rate, like Oof. that's a warning sign. Like you're manifesting this thing I'm sure you don't want. And so you have to ask, okay, is mowing this football fit, what is it going to manifest for me? For me, it mean my knees gonna hurt. I'm not trying to manifest that. It's a no for me. So you gotta kind of look at what that's going to manifest for you. And is it in alignment with what you're actually intentionally trying to manifest? If the answer is no, then the answer is no. So let's talk about alignment for a second. For a woman who is shifting out of
0: a place of, I got to do, do, do to be valuable. I got to do, do, do to be loved. And she's shifting Mm -hmm. out there and like, okay, I know I don't want to do all these things. I don't even know how to, how to say no to them yet, but
1: how do I know what's in alignment for me? What do you say to that woman? What I say to that woman is you've got to spend some time with you. You have got to spend some time with you, makeup off, facade off. And I I recommend writing, like getting in a journal that you, where you can be a hundred percent transparent with yourself and say, say the shit you're, you, you wouldn't want to say out loud for whatever reason, because it's not prim, because it's not proper, whatever, you know, eh, whatever. But say those things in that journal because that's gonna free you. And that's gonna, that's going to be your mirror. Right. And so if it's like, I don't even like the PTA. Why am I the why am I the president of the I I don't even like the PTA. You know what I mean? Tell those people. <laughs> right? I, don't even want to, I don't care about their bake sale. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if that's how you're feeling. What do you do with that your true feelings that's your true rawest consciousness right of I don't like this thing you're not putting on for yourself or any of that so now you have you know I love to say this you have good data to make another decision who who am I doing this for if like I just don't feel like your kid is being bullied on the playground because you're not a part of the PTA You know what I mean? So it'll it'll help you destroy whatever story you have told yourself to justify doing this thing that's probably killing your soul, draining your spirit, that doesn't allow you to be your authentic happy. Notice I didn't say your authentic self. Like if you pull up to whatever the thing is, and you're in the car, and you gotta go. Okay, girl, let's go. Let's get it it together, (laughs) and let's go in here and make some things like, if you gotta do that pep talk, you need to spend some time with yourself because you're not listening to you. And then this is, this this gonna trip you out. So think about the number of times you have committed to something and then you had a physical ailment that popped up. That used to happen to me often. The number of times like, oh, I gotta go to some, oh, my knee just went out like what? <laughs> Like your body and spirit are trying to like, hey, like, will you? We don't want to (laughs) go. Yeah, we'd rather stay here, right? Like, none of that stuff is an accident. You know, you people have said it for years. You can worry yourself sick. It's the same thing. You can ignore yourself sick. It's true. You can't. And I
0: love that you suggest the journal because there is something about seeing it in black and white, seeing truth in black and white versus Mm -hmm. kind of like nebulous in your head. It's a whole different ballgame. It's like, well, oh shit, there's a truth. Right. Right. It's harder to, it's harder to go against yourself once you have like put it out in black and white and like real candid and now, listeners. I know you're getting lots of gems from, from wisdom. I want to remind you that she is not a manifestation coach or teacher, (laughs) but she's sure does sound like one <laughs> she's actually a business guru and an excel my excel guru of all, excel guru but she's she is a business whiz and she helps people build their business let me just say organize themselves to build their business yeah and I know that from the feedback that I've gotten from a lot of you guys who listen that there are a lot of you who are interested in building a business. So Tarkessa doesn't work with the newbies. So I know y'all are ready to jump into her inbox. Don't worry. You're going to get her contact information in a minute. Okay. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can just scroll down, but wait till after. Okay. We got more. Yeah. So for those who are new mm-hmm. and might be like, "Oh, I want to build a business, but I don't know. You know, I've got so much going on in my life. I got kids, mm-hmm. husband, that not. And they they know that there's something pulling them in that direction, but they're just not taking the leap. What do you say to that woman?
1: So that woman, how do you know you're supposed to build a business? <laughs> well, I'm just asking. You know, this is just question. <laughs> no, but ask yourself: How do you know? Is it that you're supposed to build a business because you really want freedom? Is it that it's the freedom that you perceive that goes with entrepreneurship? Because then there's some more work that you have to do before you just dive into building a business for freedom, right? Is it about the money? Like people love to say, it's really not about the money. Then It's not a business. If it's not about money, (laughs) you can have a mission-driven business that makes money. I just want to put that out there. I don't know who needed that, but take that. Um, (laughs) But what's your why, right? People want it to be some huge, phenomenal, like deep, but sometimes it's like I was not, I was not designed to work in corporate. That is my why. Why is because I can see I have an amazing ability to see systems and be like, that's not right. That's not gonna go well. And then it makes me makes it hard for me to commit to that system if I know it's broken. I don't make a good employee. (laughs) I don't make a good employee. I'm coachable but it has to make sense. I know that about myself. What do you know about yourself when it comes to trying to get into entrepreneurship, especially if you're shifting from a nine to five type situation? Is it that you just don't align with your boss? Right, and I know it's like, oh, she's trying to deter me. No, I'm not. I'm trying to help you have a strong foundation because if you know why, like me knowing I don't make a good employee is kind of why I'm not in corporate. (laughs) Like, I'm like, listen, I don't want to waste your time. (laughs) Don't, you don't need a resume. Give me that back. Like, because this isn't going to go well. No, but um, I know that about myself. Also, when you think about for everybody, I'm going to pause a second for everybody who's thinking of becoming a business owner, you have to know that there's a demand for what it is that you want to offer. I spent so many years, Danny, you've heard these stories, creating shit that nobody asked for. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a business owner. I created a course. And the other part of that is that nobody asked for. And therefore, nobody bought it. Show up where the demand is. There, Can you imagine going to a doctor and you're like, hey, listen, my neck, I, I don't know what's going on with my neck. It's really bothering me. And the doctor being like, all right, take your shoes off. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 it's my neck. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and un- untie those. You're not listening to my need. So you're you're gonna leave and you're gonna dare them to charge you a copay. <laughs> so same rules apply. Listen to what people want and make the decision if that's something you can commit to providing. It's just that simple. Oh, okay. <laughs> Start there before you go off and create a whole university of content that nobody asked for. I like from that. <laughs> yes.
0: So that, that was like the, the beginner, newbie, I don't know, yeah. kind of gal. So yeah. what about, I've been in business for a year, I've made a little money, I feel mm-hmm. stuck, I can't get off this plateau, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. What do you say to that person? So she, maybe she's making 50 to 100K, she's, okay. she's like growing her little baby business, What, but she
1: feels stuck. What do you say to that level of, of, okay. So first and foremost, is the stuck external or internal? Because if it's an internal stuck, then that's a mindset thing. That's a not being present in your progress thing. That's a comparison thing, probably uh, if it's an internal thing, right. But if it's an external thing, it's, you know, I take these people as far as I can go. And I really don't know what to do next, that's different. That means you got to do some rolling up your sleeves and start asking questions like, okay, you've been working with me for six months. We've accomplished these things. What are some, where do you need more support? What do you want to work on next? What do you think your next investment is going to be? That's all external stuff, right? It could be like, if you're anything like me, creatives, we get bored. (laughs) And we like, listen, I helped 50 people do this. I'm tired now. I'm tired of this. I want to do something else. What are y'all thinking about painting houses? No, but like, you know, you want to mix it up a little bit. And so that, that can be tough. Being a business visionary who's a creative, it can be tough. But I, I say start with an internal check of the stuff, stuffness and an external check because then you'll know the right questions to ask to get unstuck or who to bring in to help you get unstuck.
0: I like that. Okay. And so now this is the, the next person is the range that Tarkasa actually works with. So ladies, if this is you and you're in need of guidance, this is the woman to call. Trust me. So if, so she's at 150, 200 K in her business, she's been at it for a few years. She feels solid. She might have a small team, or, you know, a distance team, she wants to move to the next level. She's like, I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to be the next somebody or who that or this one. So what do you say to that woman? How do you support that
1: level of entrepreneur? So that woman, I have a lot of questions. No. (laughs) So that woman, she needs to first and foremost figure out where she's spending the majority of her time, right? Right. If she, if her hands are in everything in order for her to have that 200K business or what have you, that's a problem. Because if you got your hands in everything, how do you scale? You can only hold so many things in your hand. It reminds me when my grandmother would say, I need you to help me get the groceries out of the car. And I would try to get as many of those suckers as I could, because I really don't want to make more than one trip. And of course, a bag would break. And now I got to hear the speech about make multiple trips. You got too many things in your hand. Same rules apply. (laughs) See, grandma, that works. I'm using it. No, but same rules apply. If you have too many things in your hand, you're not going to make the progress that you want to make. So you're going to have to figure out what do you need to start pulling yourself out of? What needs to be automated? What needs to be delegated? Because that's the only way you're going to grow and have the capacity to do the thing. At some point, you need to be the face of of the business, right? Because your process is proven at this point. You know how to, you know who you're talking to. They know you're talking to them. Your messaging works. You know how to get them from point A to point B, whatever your offer is. You've proven that. You probably got tons of testimonials. So you're not proving those processes anymore. There should be some automation in there, right? That lets people know, hey, doors are open to such and such. If you're still doing all of that manually, you might wanna start there. Cause you you are the bottleneck. You can't get to the seven figure mark as long as you're putting your hands in everything and don't even get me started about spending seven hours in Canva. <laughs> no, don't do that. That was <laughs> like, me back you, in my
0: blogging days. Like, how do I get this picture to line
1: I up? i gotta, got yeah, to center it. <laughs> <wanna> no, talk. <laughs> no, no. But like, it's time for you to delegate, to elevate. And so if you are not, <laughs> if you're not positioned to do that, you got to look at what are, all of the things that my hands are in, what processes do I have that rest here? I'm really the only one in here that knows it because you've got to document those processes. You're If you're paying people, even if you're outsourcing some things, if they're sitting at any time saying, or you get a number of emails, messages, WhatsApps or whatever that say, what do you need me to do? You're not delegating properly. You're not. Start there.
0: I love the way you are just like, bada bang, bada boom, like, <laughs> Brass tacks, straight facts. We're not sugarcoating this, like, no. get it together, Miss Entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. what it's like working with you? When you it take my clients, this is how you talk to them. Lord, girls, get ready. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I love the realness because I feel like sometimes a lot of coaches kind of fluff up the the yeah. messaging and have people yeah. in la-la land when they really need to be focused
1: no. on, on what's going on in their I'm business. I'm not doing that. I I talk specifically to the women who, let's just be honest, you're making six figures on paper. And because your hands are in so many things, you are navigating feast and famine like nobody's business. So like last month, you might have made $30,000. But this month, you're like, does anyone have a Starbucks coupon? (laughs) Anybody? (laughs) You want to go in on a twofer? (laughs) like you know whatever and so those are the women that I'm talking to I'm talking to the women that if you look at their social media you're like they're living their best life but they're like I was when is the last time I was asleep I just messaged my mentor at 5 a.m like because they're doing all the things yeah
0: yeah yeah it's funny the the Instagram life and the behind the scenes are very different for a lot of people <laughs> and, and as a coach I'm sure you're nda out the yin yang like I am with some of my clients and if you could talk you'd be like child you only knew what the behind the, the scenes what the like, let me tell is. you about this
1: band-aids and spank situation because this ain't <laughs> no <laughs> oh yeah it's like don't look at the man behind the curtain you don't want to yeah. see that guy <laughs> yeah
0: it's 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 different it's really different yeah. so it's good that entrepreneurs have someone like you who give them the straight with a loving smile, you know, give them the strength, the real deal. Yeah. I know you have all these different processes and systems. I know your mind works like that. My mind works like, like this background. <laughs> Yours works very organized and precise. And I know you have all your different systems. So let me know, let everyone know what you've got going on now, what um, you have on offer and where people can find you. Okay. I know you have a nice gift for everybody.
1: You got a gift I, y'all too. <laughs> so here's the thing. I like to get to know people in their businesses, right? I don't make any assumption that I can support you or anything like that. I love to teach. I love to talk. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Um <laughs> No, I know. I'm such an introvert. But, you know, I I like to get people into my community, which is the whole CEO, W-H-O-L-E. And the reason that that's important to me is because we're whole people. And so often, as we've just talked about, as women, we don't operate that way. We wear all the hats except the one that says "Take care of yourself, girl." What you doing? <laughs> like, when is the last time you drank some water? Like, <laughs> no. And so, inside of that community is where I like to hang out, and I we have safe conversations. Like, I had a whole conversation about the myths that crush businesses, and and the number one thing I want to tell people is listen. Business credit is great, but you can't treat it like your personal credit. At some point, you're gonna have to make some money to pay this business credit, right? And like people were like, are we talking about this? And I'm like, yeah, we are, <laughs> you know? If you don't know what your business numbers are, how do you make good decisions in your business? And people were like, let me go and pull my stuff together. Cause I'm listening. this is what we're talking about. Tarkasa gathered me just the other day. I asked a simple question. I
0: was like, man, I need a new lead magnet. She was like, well, what are the metrics on this? What are the, how do you know this one's not working? But I'm just like, I just need some ideas. Why is she asking? I was like, OMG. I'm out of here. It was too many questions. I was like, "Why is she asking me logical questions here?" But <laughs> that whole CEO point. group was is really great. I know you're doing the the money leaks. Um, yeah. In your business, guys, if yeah. you're trying to make it doesn't matter where you are actually in yeah. your business, yeah. if you're trying to be a whole CEO, I would suggest yeah. you get into her group because yeah. just her wisdom and then the wisdom of the other women in the group is super yeah. beneficial. And you'll learn even if you're like, ooh, I don't know, do I belong there? You'll learn just right. by absorbing, watching, reading, learning in the group. Right. So just a thought.
1: And talking about the gift, let me tell you, I am gifting everyone. <laughs> my book, it's the thriving CEO uh, secrets to strategic planning your way to six and seven figure profits. Mm -hmm. And you may be saying, you know what? I'm not there yet, but it's for you. And I'm going to tell you why there's a whole breakdown inside this book that, that tackles a process that I created called the toxic pricing test. (laughs) And so the toxic pricing test will help you figure out exactly where you are. If your pricing is what's killing your progress it can be a it can be i am not negating the fact that it can be an internal game that prevents you from raising your prices but it's also like i said before you got internal you got external i guarantee you if you go through this process you will at least 3x your pricing and it won't even have anything to do with ego you will quickly get past the who am i to charge this you will quickly get past that if you go through this test and i stand behind that that just think about how many times you pick a price and you're like, oh, wow, I'm exhausted. I'm over this. Like all of the effort and all of the, it almost is not, it's no, it's not almost, it's totally not worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. When you think about what it takes for you to deliver the thing, you're like, I'm in the hole. I don't like the way this feels inside. Also inside of my ebook, there's a breakdown over my, of my strategic planning process. And I know you hear strategic planning. You're like, oh my God, just like Danny. Oh my God. No, I didn't even register it. My ears don't hear that frequency. (laughs) It's like, I didn't, I have no idea what she said. No, (laughs) but inside of there, there's just worksheets in there that really help you start to wrap your head around your business numbers, where you are. It's important to put on the CEO hat as early as you can in the process. There, there are things that I wish I had done that would have kept me from those, you know, almost trying to manifest a stroke. Right. Um, I learned from that and that's why I take this so seriously we can be profitable we can be productive and we can be present in our lives but the start of that is knowing where we are in our business and so that's what this ebook does it's a workbook you can pdf it and print it out and all that kind of stuff and and it will really help you to to start showing up in a more effective way in your business i promise you like i said when you start raising prices and people tell you i you know i don't know why you charge that you will quickly be like well let me tell you something <laughs> <laughs> let me help you understand this isn't for you. <laughs> there it is. Right? So Unapologetic pricing. Unapologetic. In order to grab your gift, simply go to CatalystEbook.com. And I'll spell it because if you're anything like me, thank God for spell check. It is C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T-E-book.com. And I and hope you enjoy guys, it and I hope it helps you.
0: Yeah, you guys, all of her links, social, site, the Catalyst ebook, the Facebook group, all of that is in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube is down below. Tarkessa, I wanna ask one last question. And
1: okay.
0: I'm literally scared when I, when so listeners, when I invite a guest, I send a quick little um, survey with a few questions and I ask like, oh, what would you like me to ask you? And what would you like, what information would you like to leave with the audience? And Tarquesa said something very interesting, and I know I'm opening a can of worms, but she said, you have exactly the life you desire. And I, when I read it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I came back to it like, wait, hold up. What's she saying? So before I take my spin on this, I want to hear, what does that mean? What does that mean?
1: It means everything in your life the good the bad the not so cute (laughs) you that's your desire level and therefore because we've been talking about metacognition so whatever that looks like across the board every category that's the level of desire that you have been operating in vibrating in whatever your term is that's what you're aligned with and that's what you got so if you are someone who lacks balance, meaning you don't have the level of joy across the board. You have that, you know, that's because your joy, your level of desire for joy in different areas is higher here, higher with family. It's lower at work. It's higher with, you know, extended family in-laws. It's lower, you know, so the thing that you are intentional about that desire level, is what I mean. So if you want things to look different when it comes to work, you got to change your desire level. So maybe you don't desire to be with that company anymore. Maybe you do desire to be an entrepreneur. So you've got to get aligned with the the level of desire that's going to bring you joy consistently. Not that's why I said joy, not happiness per se, but joy consistently. Otherwise, you're going to have and you're going to you'll be one of those people that says, I thought she had it all together at work, but family falling apart, health falling apart. You are responsible for creating the vision. You're the CEO of you too, right? So you're responsible for creating and holding the vision. And so that's all that the desire is. It's your vision for yourself. So if this is what you've envisioned and you ain't liking the way it's actually looking, you gotta, you gotta up your game. You gotta up your desire level. Does that make sense? It
0: makes absolute sense. And you're so much more sweet and gentle and eloquent than I was thinking when I read it. And it was like, you have exactly the life you desire in my head. It was like, so stop complaining. Cause you asked for this. Now you got it. The end, oh. <laughs> but yours is so much sweeter. <laughs>
1: That's not where I was going with that. No, <laughs> I right in my head
0: it's like you don't like it change it oh well come on let's go you can manifest something else come on
1: <laughs> you was like one two punch like <laughs> no no it's more of a thermometer like
0: <laughs> i like it so much more gentle <laughs> yeah. Aww, look at you who knew you were a sweetie <laughs> <laughs> Hesta, thank you a million times for joining me on this podcast today I know the listeners were like googling, "What does metacognition mean?" Okay, right. <laughs> Please spell that. <laughs> and I just, this was a, a real treat. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much, listeners. I want. What's your Instagram?
1: My Instagram is T Colvin Consulting.
0: Okay, I want you when you listen to this. I want you to share on Insta stories, tag T Colvin Consulting, tag the Danny Faust. I will share you out. I want to know. What was the gem that hit you in your solar plexus? Because I know she gave you a few of those today. Um, Thank you again, Tarquesa. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you in a week. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening again. And if there's something that you want to hear on the podcast, please, I am all ears. You can DM me at the Danny Faust on Instagram or you can just go to bit.ly askcoachdanny. I am happy to answer your question on an upcoming podcast episode. I'll talk to you real soon. And if you want to catch me on Facebook, I am in the Lifestyle Redesign Lounge, my free group. And you can come hang out with me there. See you next week.